And we're back. Oh, man. Okay. Wow. Just wait till it thaws out. She's trying to eat a frozen Rice Krispie treat, and she's going to break her 44-year-old teeth. Man. Not careful. That's my kryptonite. I know. I do the um, brown butter Rice Krispie, where you brown the butter first, Mm -hmm. and then you also add sea salt. And oh, guys, there is only one way to make Rice Krispie treats. You well, gotta it, brown that butter, just and you, don't put it in the you add a stinking, whole stinking stick of butter freezer and bust <laughs> your teeth open like me. I have to put all treats in the freezer so that I don't eat them because if they're in the kitchen, my nine thirty at night version of myself will like eat all the things. So <laughs> if I bring them out to the barn in the the chest freezer, it's like. Fro- you know when Frog and Toad, when he hides the cookies, he wraps yeah. them up and he puts them way away and the, all the things and he buries them, but he still ends up eating them. The chance is at least a little bit less that I right. will eat them all. Well. All right, we're back. And we're back. Do you want to do, you wanna, do you wanna do the intro today? No. Okay, I'll do it. I don't. So guys, how y'all doing? <laughs> um, we're three main girls, but there's just two of us. Um, hey, we should ask everybody, well, we have two things we should, like, business we should discuss. One, mm-hmm. should we change our name? We oh, should gosh. put that out there. I think we should get people's feedback. And second, we now have an actual date and time for our leadership conference that's happening in oh, yeah. October, right? Right? Uh, yes, October 1st. October 1st. That reminds me, I have to make a graphic for that. So October 1st, we're doing a leadership conference. We're flying in the one and only Jen Burgess. We've, she's been on our podcast before. Um, this is a leadership conference. It's not very expensive. It's only the morning, so mamas can just come in, learn, grow, fellowship, and then There go will home. be treats and snacks, compliments cr- I mean, the three we main can't, girls. <laughs> we can't not have fizzy drinks. Yeah. Um, and also... You're going to learn about how to become a leader in your community and help grow and uh, the proceeds of the conference is being is going to save families of Maine, which you'll learn more about that. So it's kind of like a trifecta. You know, we'll be hosting it. We'll be part of the panel. We'll be the um, comic relief in between. But it's more learning about... We had, I don't remember because I'm not good at that, but there were like, it was like a, there were three words and they all, it was like an alliteration we were using. Remember um, it? What was it? Uh, raw, real, and redeemed. Oh, that's that's going to be the name of our conference. Raw, raw real, and redeemed. Yep. So we're obviously the raw. <laughs> that's we're, we're the raw part. We're the raw part. And so then the real help that we can give being raw is safe families for Maine and being redeemed. We're going to talk about how to use our redemption to be good leaders in our homes, communities, churches, and beyond. beyond. So those are the two things we wanted to touch base about that we have to start shouting out all the Mm, time. Yeah, good job. I forgot about all those things. Me too. (laughs) And um, the second thing, we have been in the midst of the 30-day minimalism challenge. We are trying to... Minimalize our hearts, our minds, our spaces. And so we have it posted. We are You're following along with us. And now this week it's the 18th. 15th. 14th, 15th. 
No, yeah. it was 13th, 14th, right? Because we don't know I mean, know Monday, when... post, the post will, this will get posted on the 15th, on Monday. Oh, is that when it will be posted? Of August. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then it's 14th, 15th. Yeah. So, well, we're going to do the 13th. We're going to talk about, so the 13th was make a gratitude log. The mm-hmm. 14th was evaluate your last five purchases, which <laughs> I find hilarious because um, it's back to school season for me. So it's, we got laughing actually, sidebar, our kids are obsessed with henna. I said, I looked up on my Amazon, the last five purchases, and I have this huge, like, value pack of henna coming and I said oh my gosh Rach look a value pack of henna she pulls up hers the exact (laughs) Exact same same package is coming to her house on the exact same date we have some henna addicts in our in our midst all of our teens all of our teens and then the the last one the 15th is stay offline for a day so we're going to kind of talk and we probably won't talk about the evaluate your last five packages, but you never know with us. That's right. But See we really wanted us. to like, we really <clears throat> wanted to like dive deep into gratitude. We've done this a couple of times um, before with like Thanksgiving and being thankful, but we really wanted to kind of dig deep on what is the purpose of gratitude and what gratitude does for our mindset when we have a gratitude mindset versus hmm. a not what would a be the not gratitude <laughs> an ungrateful mindset. or discontent mindset yes. um and actually i might i might pivot this oh up. gosh we can't there's no pivoting no just because um some so I I think this would work. Um, we can deep cut. I think that doesn't make sense. But I'm just staring at my slowly defrosting Rice Krispie treat. You're <laughs> all about the Rice Krispie treat. So, uh, jeepers, where did it go? Can I tell you what gratitude means? Though I've Absolutely. got it out. Okay. So you know me in my dictionary and my words. Gratitude. It's a noun. The quality of being thankful. Readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Whoa. Mm. Let's hold back. So it's the quality of being thankful. So that's one part. The readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. So it's, it's, an, it's a, what would, what, would, how, what would Barb say? It's a reciprocation. It's a return. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a. What does she call reciprocity? That? Yes, there's a reciprocity. Uh, there's a, there's, reciprocity. a there's an actual exchange. Exchange, yeah. And there's an exchange in gratitude. It's not just mm. I'm so thankful for the sunshine. I'm so thankful. You know, it's like a gratitude is a an exchange. Hmm. So it's returning the kindness, feeling a kindness, and then returning a kindness, feeling something thankful, and doing and re- and because of feeling that gratitude, that thankfulness, returning it. Hmm. Whoa, Ooh. I never thought of that. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Yes. So, but a gratitude journal, it's still, that's still a list of things that we're thankful for. But right. also it that should prob- motivate us. us to, yes. It should propel us. Great it should work. push us forward to motivate, to propel. act, to motivate. That's good. Yeah. Because it keeps push. us moving forward in our lives. Because you can yeah. be. A thankful person that does nothing. Mm-hmm. You could just, I could, 
I, that sounds kind of fun just to be like, I'm thankful for this servant bringing me my grapes. <laughs> I'm thankful for the man who's fanning me with a fig leaf. You know, like you can just be. <laughs> sure. But, yeah, that sounds really nice. But uh, for how long? Right. So thankfulness, you could be thankful and still not be not helpful. gratitude. Yes. So I think I'm just going to do this. Um, one of the things I had I've been working on, I just did a little write-up for something that came into my heart yesterday. Um, I was washing a cast iron skillet that was thrown in a cooler left over from camping where we were. I uh, Mine's uh, still in the cooler. Fu- stinky. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funky. So I, we just literally, on the day that we were going to leave, we just chucked all the camping dishes in, a, in the empty cooler and brought Seems. them home and couple days later I was like I guess I better go do that but I was washing this cast iron skillet um and I was I was it literally hit me as I'm just sort of washing it and that I have and I did I crunched some numbers Amber you're gonna love this oh my gosh I love that you just used the word crunch some I crunched some numbers okay because I've had this skillet since I've been married for almost 24 years I it was part of my little hope chest it was part of my hope chest i had a large medium small skillet from my parents i i've had the same ones for my entire marriage it's all i've ever had i i've never really needed anything else um it's very hobo old old fashioned of me it's like cast iron it's like literally an old fashioned kind of i mean they're coming back now as sort of like this rage thing and camping thing but that's literally what i use every day for my home so i've had i've had this one for almost 24 years and we use it almost if not more than once a day we use it almost every single day and sometimes we use it for every single meal but i rounded down to just once a day and i still that still means that I have used and washed that one skillet over 8,000 times. Wow. <laughs> that's a lot. 8,000 times I've washed that skillet. And that's just one dish. And it hit me how mundane all life's little things are. That like, here I am. It's a beautiful day. We've gone camping. We facilitated all the fun and this skillet. And I'm washing it for the 8,000th time. It's actually probably close to like 10,000 because literally we use this thing all the time. And so I was really, really hit with the the either joy or the bitterness that you can have in the mundane. Mm -hmm. It's one or the other and it's definitely a choice. And so it's like I'm... In this moment, in that moment yesterday, I was just really struck with the joy that I, in particular, get from being a housekeeper, from being a housewife, from doing the ordinary, mundane things. Like I love that. I would have been a very good '50s housewife, like you would have, with the exception of the part that Kurt would play, where he came home and read the newspaper. And the only reason why I'm a good housewife is because Kurt's a really good house husband. Like, yeah, we work together right but I do the lion's share of the housework and I do the lion's share of the yard work like I I move but I but I love it but and but there are those moments where like the drudgery 
of it all hits, you know, it still sometimes hits me where I'm like, my gosh, I just cleaned up from breakfast. I got everything just so, and now the boys are hungry and we're making lunch and Sam just got out the skillet that I just put away to make a, a grilled cheese. And it's, it's so fascinating. Like it's these mundane activities that you have to keep doing in order to be able to do the fun activities, in order to be able to eat a nice cozy lunch or a nice cozy dinner. You have to mess up what you just did by cleaning up after right. the former meal. But we're facilitating a meal. We're making this thing for our, for our life, for our home, for our family. And how much of – and camping is a really good – a very good illustration of all of that because no, it's we're not. packing up – all these things that we need in order to survive for five days. I don't days. have gratitude for it. I don't have it. So <laughs> Just, I'm not saying – I'm talking about the fact that like you're consolidating all the – like we need to sleep. We need to eat. We need to bathe. Maybe. Maybe. Although I actually didn't for the first time ever for five days. I, I went in the lake and vigorously swam and counted that as being washed. And then – used a lot of deodorant but I don't know what I'm trying to say here all it, it just it was just hitting me like that one pot or that one dish let alone all the other things that we wash in the course of the day the laundry the socks the towels the dish towels the shoes you straighten the countertops that you wipe down the pillows you fluff the floors that we've swept for most of us this is just part of life it's a normal day it's the stuff of life and it's just we can't enjoy the memorable stuff if we don't keep up with the mundane things. It has to be a choice to actually posture our hearts and our attitudes and our minds in a place of thankfulness. And that will help us to steward the things that we have and then the people in our lives. It helps us want to take care of them in a different way than just taking everything for granted or being upset that we have to do the dishes for the 10,000th time that we have to wash these grass stained socks again. Well, that's it's, the rep- that's the exchange, right? The reciprocity. Yes, right. You cleaning that pan, you have gratitude because because of that pan you get to feed your family and you get to see the joy in your family, and you get to see them grow. And it's like this, mm-hmm. you know, and you're right. It, I think gratitude is a choice. I think that's why it's part of this challenge. Mm. For me, I when I think of gratitude, I think about how incredibly myopic. I am because of, for lots of reasons. One, I'm a sinner. Two, I grew up in survival mode my whole life. Mm. In that adrenaline-driven, anxiety-driven survival. And so I look at every situation of how am I going to survive it. Seriously, mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. How am I going to get out of this? What's the best way for me to get out of this? The simplest way, the quickest way? Emotionally? Emotionally, physically, spiritually. I'm mm. always in that survival mode. Survival mode, so a lot of times... We, we've talked in the past that I struggle with um, 
accepting my failures because for me, that's not surviving. Like perfe- like mm-hmm. I go for perfection and I go for survival. And so vulnerability is the opposite of survival for me, right? So I'm not I, – mm-hmm. I'm training myself to be more vulnerable. But it's not my natural inclination. My natural inclination is whatever's happening is somebody else's fault and I got to get out of this alive. Hmm. That is literally how my brain works because I just, Hmm. my hierarchy of needs or whatever, it's how I look at the world. So that's an incredibly myopic view of the world. It's all about me getting out. Now, when I got married, I didn't, I still was pretty myopic. When I had children, it's me and my kids. So like Hmm. for me, if something happens with my kids, I automatically am like, how is it that other person's fault that my kid behaved this way? (laughs) and how am I going to get them out of this situation and then I'll deal with it later but like seriously it's not good Mm -hmm. it's a complete survival mechanism there is no exchange there's no receiving and there is no giving Hmm. in survival mode Mm -hmm. so for me gratitude is an actual mind change for me to get out of my own head Mm -hmm. so whenever I start panicking, whenever my anxiety gets really bad, whenever I get into that myopic mindset, wherever I'm like, the world is against me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make it out alive. Nobody loves me. Nobody wants me. Um, mm-hmm. It's just me against the world. Though, When that mindset happens for me, I have to get into gratitude. I have to think of all the ways in which I have been given great gifts mm-hmm. And it does change and propel me Mm -hmm. and motivate me to then move forward. And that is probably my eternal struggle 90% of the time of my life is Mm. like, you know, even feedback. My husband could say something like, oh, dinner, you know, even something as simple as dinner was good. Next time I might try this. And I'm like, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. You're not grateful for my dinner? What did I do? Like, it wasn't a criticism. It w- And so I go into, he doesn't want me. He doesn't want my food. He doesn't want my cooking. He's going to. And so I go, fine. I won't cook ever again. Sure. Which that again is that. And I'm not even going to clean the dishes. And I'm not going to even help you. And you can do the dishes. So again, that changes mm-hmm. the gratitude versus, wow, I'm really like, my husband is so engaged with me that he's eating it and he's not just shoveling it in. He's thinking about what I made and he wants to participate in the process. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that a totally different way of looking at that situation? Mm-hmm. And that's what he think he means. And how thankful I am to be living with somebody who actually wants to engage in my life versus we're just two human beings sitting at the table shoveling food in so we can go to the next thing. Sure. He wants to engage with me. Yeah. And what if I did change it? And what if it was better? Mm-hmm. And how exciting would that be to like grow and improve and change? Mm-hmm. And I know that's a stupid example, but that's what it no. means. That's what, so for me, that's what gratitude is. It's, a, it's an actual <clears throat> shifting of my mind of what my purpose is. Mm-hmm. And the biggest way for me to do that is to remember who I am in God. Because mm-hmm. when, I, when I'm on the earth on my own and I become myopic, It truly is me against the world. Mm -hmm. When I change that I am loved, created, desired, and wanted Mm -hmm. by the creator of the universe. And he knows every hair of my head. 
-hmm. He knows all my days are all written in his book. And he promises that he uses all of the days to grow me and for his glory. And he'll never give me more than he can bear, than I can bear, because he's always with me. When that is my narrative, whole different ballgame of how I live. Mm -hmm. That's all gratitude. Mm -hmm. You know, I was talking with one of my friends that I, one of my coworkers, and I said, for me, that's the difference between bootstrap mentality and grace. Mm -hmm. I believe that when I try to bootstrap my life when I'm like I got this what that means for people who've never heard that like it just means you pull yourself up by your bootstraps you've got this you can do this it's such a self-motivated self-fulfilling self 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 mm-hmm. and you don't allow grace and you don't allow gratitude and you don't allow others to to, to dwell with you and you lose your community and I want to live in a place, I and that's lonely. Bootstrap is lonely. Well, and you're depending on your own strength versus Which, if you depend on God's strength, it's unlimited. Ours, ours has limits, and I know that that's hard for some people to hear, but it does. Sorry, <laughs> it it's just at some point our strength ends, and in some situations it ends before we need it. To. And so you've got to keep going. You have to depend on something else. Yep. Well, I guess it's also that concept of authority. Like I, for gratitude, for true gratitude, for that, like when you go into that to to that definition, and I'm going to pull it back up again. Um, being thankful and readiness to show appreciation for and return kindness. You have to receive, right? Mm-hmm. So that means you can't be the center, right? You mm-hmm. can't receive mm-hmm. if you're the God of your life. How do you, I, I guess maybe you can. Someone can explain it to me who doesn't believe in God. But I don't know how you can receive gratitude if you believe that you're the ultimate authority over yourself in your life. Right. Because you, you can't, if you're the ultimate authority and and the ultimate being, you don't need anything. Mm-hmm. So how do you receive? And how, you know, you can give, you can be, you can be so lucky to, I'll be their friend and I'll be their friend, but can you truly receive their friendship mm-hmm. without lowering yourself to being under that vulnerability, right? right? The vulnerability of lowering yourself enough to allow someone inside your authority to, to receive mm-hmm. something from someone else. Right. And that, that is, that for me is God's love. Like if I believed that if, when I'm not in that right headspace, that's what happens is that I can't, I become so catatonic and that's what it is. Like Mm. my old roommates from college could tell you, like when I'm going through hard things after a hard counseling session, Mm -hmm. probably heard it last week on our podcasts when I wasn't functioning well, like I go catatonic because my body can't receive mm-hmm. all the information and yep. my brain is fighting within itself mm-hmm. between that little girl and between reality and between the pain of of my past and and truth mm-hmm. they're they're catastrophically different and one mm-hmm. is shut down mm-hmm. and one is 
propelled and ready to receive. And that's the gratitude piece for me, at least. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to write uh, one. So we're not getting this exactly on the day, but one of the challenges over this past week was to write it just however many. In a, was there a number? I think, I think it's just a list. Hold on. Make a gratitude log. Oh, make a gratitude log. Well, I actually did do this yesterday. I, um, and obviously the, the days that this is posted is not corresponding with the actual days. So it's going to be this sort of uh, amoeba-like morphing all the things. We're gonna, we are going to hop on every day in our stories on our Three Main Girls Instagram. We're try really, really hard. We're going to try really hard to stay with in it. Our- and our personals. So you can also follow both of us. We're both free to follow separately of Three Main Girls. So you can follow us at Three Main Girls at Rachel Anderson with a long, like as a space line between it. Yours, right? Mm-hmm. You're shaking your head, but they can't see you shake your head. Is that your Instagram? I'm nodding. I'm I'm hoping that you're right because I actually don't even know. Oh, hold on. See. I can look it up. And then I'm <laughs> have two different at ones. classical teacher because I'm a at classical teacher <laughs> but we're going to be trying to do the in real time we're going right. to do them with you so we pre-record our podcast so yeah. um because we are super busy but we are committed to this so yeah. but i did do just for examples i did do a um a thankful a log in my uh, my little journal here which i it's mostly just i write down bible verses or little quotes and i just sort of reflect on them but yesterday for whatever reason I was needing to just write out excuse me we drank bubbly so now I'm burping um Mm -hmm. just a kind of a where am I at with my heart space thankfulness wise um these are the things I'm thankful for Sam for his job and for his heart for the Lord um for Henry for his big love for others and his strong feisty spirit for my husband, Kurt, for his love for me, for our family, our home, and our life together. For our home, our little private piece of this world, green and wild and sweet, and a place to rest and work and be together. I'm thankful for my gardens, uh, which is my healing way to spend time helping and watching things grow. Um, I'm thankful for my friends, uh, which are plenty and a rich life with many family and friends. Um, I'm thankful for Kurt's parents who, um, have always been a major source of comfort and fun and care from them over many decades, um, for my mom and dad, for their quiet, steadfast, faithful love, um, for the gifts that God has given me, creativity and a persistent love for our home. Um, I'm thankful for time, just thankful to not have to work out of the home, to have time to properly care for our home and our, our boys and each other. I'm thankful for my chickens, one of them that just got eaten by a raccoon yesterday. But um, I'm thankful for my health, which is relative because uh, I have a few autoimmune diseases, but God has really blessed um you know, shout out to Plexus. I don't do that very much all the time on here anymore, but I still take it religiously twice a day. And it really did save my life um, in all the ways. Um, And for God's very personal care and constant forgiveness um, for our sins, which are many and for the hope of heaven. And that's, so that was my heart space yesterday. And I 
that's kind of whenever I write a thankful it's it's always the same things it's like I love thank you for my family thank you for my husband thank you for our home and it's it's really just everyday things yeah you know for me I'm I don't there's always some wild aspiration or this and that every now and then but for the most part I my thankfulness comes down to the basics and I think when life gets hard and when some of those things are sort of threatened or like when like the blissiness of it all is threatened that's when you have to really dig deeper in those things and like look for look further into maybe more specifics or do you know what I mean? Like in those stressful times, you're like, I'm thankful for this, just a little bit of time to sit still or in the chaos of, of work or life or volunteering or whatever. But, um, I don't know. I, I hope that we have some people that are going to be interacting with us with this and like hashtagging, us in their in their um in their stories or just even that if you guys would email or send us messages via instagram or facebook because we would love to hear some of your about some of these things that we're challenging each other to do for these 30 days we would love to hear from you we'd love to hear how it's going we'd love to see um for sure pictures of just what you're up to and hear your lists of all the things but we'll totally shout you out or not depending on what you want but yeah I think gratitude is it is a choice you know it's a it's a mindset it's a it's and it does I don't know about you but when I change it it when I get into a gratitude mindset when I start I remember when the kids were little and no one was sleeping and there's this one particular story where all of our kids got the flu all of them and us and I was pregnant with Thomas I think at the time because I ended up in the ER because I needed fluids Mm -hmm. and nobody could help nobody would come and help us because they didn't want to get the flu and that's fair um and so literally Peter and I were up all night all night and we would we'd hear a kid start throwing up so we'd get up throw up go one would grab the kid and wash the kid the other would grab the sheets and put the sheets one would wash the kid up while someone changed the bed in between we're throwing up both of us because we're moving so fast <laughs> oh then we put gosh. the kid in the bed and then the next one would we'd lay down and you just like you know that feeling i mean i yes. haven't forgotten it you're uh, just starting to relax and then the next one would go yeah and i and i did end up in the er i ended up having i almost had to be admitted they like pumped like three bags of fluid in me they were like oh my gosh how can you even be alive started giving me zofran to stop throwing up and we at the like i think it was like 5 or 6 in the morning and we just took all their mattresses and stuck them in the living room to like watch tv because we just knew everyone was just going to mm. throw up and it was just like we're just all going to lay and watch clifford the big red dog you know like just <laughs> yeah, everybody survival. we need to no one and see if we can kind of drift in and out of consciousness mm-hmm. and i just remember peter and i were like why is like we were so angry we were starting to get resentful and bitter and angry like mm. why can we not cut a break and we were so – I was getting more and more bitter and I could hear that inside of me saying, you have to change this narrative. And I remember looking at Peter and I was like, we've got to start thinking of things that we're thankful for We and just we need to start listing it. Mm-hmm. And the thing that we thought was 
no one, no two children threw up at the same time. <laughs> Seriously. And that was a miracle. No two children threw up at the same time. So we were always able mm-hmm. to, to like take care of, like Aww. we were both able to love each child equally as they were in that sickness. And it was only like, it was a good 24 hour bug of the active vomiting. And then, so we could be thankful for that. And like, oh. but digging deep, you have to, yeah. like, you know, like there's times and periods in my life where I have to, mm-hmm. when they were all little and I was so drowning, I remember being like, they are healthy. Mm-hmm. They are, they have strong personalities. They are brave. Like even when they drive me nuts now, me and Peter will walk we, on our walks that we do every night. Peter was once said, he was like, I was never brave like our children are brave. They're so brave. Mm. They're just so willing to like mm-hmm. send it and yeah. just go and try. Try new things. Mm-hmm. Tr- try a new sport. Go whitewater rafting. Mm-hmm. Hang out with new friends. They're, not only are they willing to try, they're themselves. They don't they they stay their same crazy personality mm-hmm. when they try new things. Yep. I was that is its own never, form of bravery for sure. Th- I was never like that. And Peter was never either. like that. No. And that is that is something I can be. You mm-hmm. know like mm-hmm. when you but that's gratitude. Like that's an exchange to me. Like mm-hmm. Peter and I have we are we are being thankful for the little things even if it's our children not throwing up at the same time <laughs> and the lord in that exchanges is that our mm. children feel safe and we can build into them and they are brave and like there's this mm. there's a beauty in changing the narrative to know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that you are you are loved and you are you were created to be who you are and to live in that truth and authenticity and being vulnerable and brave and courageous and full of gratitude if you think of anyone your mother your sister your bestie your mailman uh, the person who watches your kids after school just share this podcast today with a friend and we would be so so grateful thanks guys bye